Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to discuss in this podcast the latest on safety. Welcome, Carly. Well, thank you, Miles. This time of year, I like to put out the OSHA Top 10 Violations. Uh, I'd like to put it out in our magazine pages. I'd like to help people review early in the year where are the opportunities for improvement for safety in their shop. So we're right now, we're waiting for the official OSHA Top 10 Most Frequently Cited Standards to be posted on the official OSHA site for the last fiscal year, but we have some clues as to what's being dis- discovered nationwide and for our industry. They put it out in October. Uh, they did a presentation at the National Safety Council, but the fiscal year was over in October. It's April, and it's still not posted. It's still not out yet. N- not out yet. Wow. The um, the website seemed to imply that they'll do it sometime after the first week in April, but, you know, there was this COVID thing, and apparently that is an obstacle. But, but, uh, but wait, the, it takes the government from October to April? Yes, this and, data? and by golly, we'll get a write-up if we don't have our posted by the deadline. It's <sighs> like, hey... So, yeah, so do, they don't really have a deadline, but we do. Right, we right. Do as I say, not mm-hmm. as I do, appears to be the regulatory uh, theme Okay, here. But, okay. Um, the OSHA Deputy Director of OSHA's Directorate of Enforcement Programs presented a list uh, virtually during the 2021 National Safety Congress and Expo uh, last October. So they had the data. <laughs> Apparently. They but probably had it at the end of September so that they could present it right, in October. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So tell our audience about the latest soon to be officially posted OSHA top 10 most frequent violations. No. Excuse me? No. No. Because only five of the top 10 are actually general industry violations, Carly. The other five are construction, and arguably one of the general industry violations, it isn't even really general industry. Okay, you're going to have to explain that. Not really industry? No. So the violation that I'm talking about is respiratory protection, and while it's classified as general industry, it was all the enforcement on healthcare providers for masks during COVID. No, okay, I get it now. How's that general industry? So you do get it. I looked at the actual citations for our NAICS code, 332721, from October 2020 through September 2021. So. Yes, they did have that data available. Yes, they did. And guess what? What? None of our shops, none of our establishments were cited for 29 CFR 1910-134, otherwise known as respiratory protection. 
poor squeaky clean. Well, isn't that something? So your point, or our point, is that the top 10 most frequently cited violations from the last fiscal year, our industry only had four of them? That's, that's exactly the point, Carly. Okay. The top cited standard for general industry that applied to our shop was number five on the uh, semi-official, soon-to-be-released top 10 list, and that was hazard communication standard, general requirements, affectionately known by the legal community as 29 CFR 1910.1200. Not only was that the highest applicable one on the OSHA preliminary top 10, but it was also the most frequently cited standard on the inspections in our precision machining industry last year. Last year, there were eight citations from four inspections resulting in $8,231 in penalties assessed for general industry hazard communication standard in our NAICS code. For all industry, there were 1,947 violations, and those covered a wide variety of things like lack of a written program, insufficient training, they couldn't find the safety data sheets. Wait, Miles, you know how many violations there were for our industry? Really? (laughs) (laughs) Really, but they can't post that top 10 by (laughs) April. Okay, so the next one is? Control of hazardous energy. My favorite, 1910.147, lockout tagout. There were 1,698 violations across the entire domain that OSHA enforced. Only one citation in our NAICS code, despite the fact that there were 11 inspections in our NAICS code that year. Well, what was the penalty? It was zero dollars, thanks for asking. According to the OSHA website, somebody dodged a bullet. Of those 1,698 violations across the country, they covered a lack of training, systems, inspections, programs, audits, or machine-specific lockout-tagout instructions. This is the one standard that I would really stay on top of in my shop. Hazardous energy released uncontrollably can injure or kill our talented performers. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that one. Okay, what's next? We're already to number nine in the broad list. Wow. And that was powered industrial trucks. Forklifts is one way of saying it, but it's more than forklifts. It's Mm -hmm. powered equipment used to help us move boxes, material, freight. Okay. General requirement 29 CFR 1910.212. There were 1,420 violations nationwide. Our shops use powered industrial trucks to move materials and to move products. Accidental interaction between that kind of equipment and our performers is not, not desired. The equipment has greater power, greater mass, hardness. We are just flesh and blood. This was number three in terms of citations for our industry, three citations in three inspections, yielding $4,695 in penalties. 
Yeah, it occurs to me that we're all just pedestrians in our shops. And unlike when you got that crosswalk in the outside world, we do not get the right of way. Exactly. The next one is machinery and machine guarding. There were 1,113 violations last fiscal year. Believe it or not, it was not shown specifically as guarding failures in the list of citations for our shops in, in that same survey. The, through general requirements for all machines, using that same callout was our second most frequent citation for our NAICS code with four citations, four inspections, yielding $8,231 in penalty assessments. All right, so that's it from the OSHA top 10, right? That's it. Four of the top 10 actually, you know, were, were applicable to us. The rest were, you know, construction or, like I said, health care. The rest of the citations, though, that our industry data showed were one-offs. Hand and portable tools and equipment, general requirements, medical services and first aid, slings, cranes, stuff like that. One apiece, one inspection, one violation. But I have to acknowledge there was violation of the general duty clause, and that one yielded a $13,653 penalty. Ouch. <laughs> ouch. Physically, ouch. Financially, ouch. You are now set for a repeat and a much higher fine and penalty standard the next time you're, something is found in violation. Bottom line, our manufacturing shops have done a good job of avoiding the most frequent violations that OSHA encounters across the nation. If we take action on the standards we just identified, perhaps next year we will be even better at underachieving in the OSHA penalty department. That is a great place to be an underachiever. I, I, the I, list you don't want to make. I hope we underachieve in, in the coming fiscal year. And that wraps up today's podcast on uh, OSHA safety statistics. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org, where you can also search for articles, webinars, podcasts, and other resources. Yes, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast because you don't want to miss one. And if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. And that's a bunch. That's a bunch. It is a bunch. And why is a PMPA membership important, Carly? Because, because we, we are, are better, better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.